was thinking for the uh, intro, we'll just do uh, Mastered MMA. Mastered <laughs> MMA. Mastered MMA. Mastered MMA. Yeah. And that'd be it. You should have just done that. <laughs> if I wanted. All right, we're back. Another episode, Mustard MMA. Start that. That's the new intro. All right. <laughs> all right, we are back with Mustard MMA, the main podcast to get all your UFC news and things and opinion and just a little bit of chit chat about what's going on with just a couple of fans. My name's Joe. I'm joined, as always, via Skype. It's Matthew. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy bon New Year. I forgot about that. Yeah, it is Happy New Year. It's the fifth now. We're we're, we're rocking and rolling. Yeah, we were, we were going all right for a couple of days, and then yeah. obviously went to shit even further. But Boris destroyed it all last night. All our hopes Bojo, and dreams. He don't give a damn. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm not feeling good's probably a stretch, but I'm optimistic about the year ahead. Yeah, I think we're slowly getting there, son, aren't we? Well, I mean, we're going backwards at the moment, aren't we? But hopefully it's uh, one step back and we'll take a couple forward. That's all yeah, you can that's hope it, for, isn't it? That's it. That's all you can hope for. <laughs> that's all you can hope for. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad we're doing this podcast. I'm looking forward to this one because I think I'm optimistic about the year, just not in general, but, well, in general and also for MMA. I, I think it's going to be a, a cracking year. So what yes. we're going to do today, Joe, is before we... Get into a little bit of news, a um, little snippet of what's to come later. We're going to go through all our predictions for the year, primarily the champions of each division. Yep. Uh, are you prepared? Have you done your notes? Are you, are you ready for I am. an enthralling 30 to 45 minutes? <laughs> I am ready. I'm ready. I've I, I done all my notes, done my research earlier. enjoyed it, actually. It, um, it is a little bit cliche, isn't it? Because everyone, everyone's doing it, but... I, I do I do enjoy it. I do think it's interesting. There's a lot going on as well. You've got some stuff to factor in, like fighters who may or may not be retired and people that are jumping weight and people that might retire. So I did enjoy it. I've got my notes. I am prepared. But before that, we have got some news. So let's shoot over to that. All right, welcome to the news. Obviously, we haven't got any fights going on at the moment, but we have some fight announcements. As always, this will constitute the news for this week, and there's some there's some big boys in there as well. Some cracking fights going on to uh, to look forward to in the new year. First one, this one isn't until the end of March, but it's an old favourite of ours, Johnny Walker up against Jimmy Crute. Obviously, back in the day, it was probably a couple of years ago now when Johnny Walker made his debut, and I did say he was going to be a future champion. He's obviously taken a little bit of a turn since then but still up against Jimmy uh, Jimmy Crute good opportunity here Crute himself has looked quite quite magnificent in recent times so this is just going to be a, a bit of a blockbuster end of March what do you make of them apples just a, a nice easy light heavyweight fight yeah good, good apples good apples indeed <laughs> a couple of your favourites there Joe aren't they you they like are. Jimmy Crute Jimmy and Johnny you're, you're a big fan of do you still stand by that Johnny Walker can be a champion or are you well off that hype train no uh, Creeping off. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm standing I, up to get off. I'm thinking off about it. it. Yeah, I'm think, I'm, get, I'm, get, I'm doing my coat up and I'm sort of getting my <laughs> together and I'm thinking about getting off. But no, I think I think he had, 
yeah, it, I think he has got potential and it's a, a cracking fight. I do like both of them, as you say, so it's difficult, really, because I think, I think Jimmy Crew can do something as well. But we've got uh, a title fight confirmed. It was meant to happen last year, obviously 2020. 2021, we're going to see it, though, and it is Usman, Kamaro Usman, against Gilbert Burns. <laughs> and this one is in... Uh, February the 13th. Good fight, this one, actually. And uh, Obviously, I don't want to say too much because we'll kind of it, it will lead into our predictions uh, quite nicely. But, you know, it will be a, a good fight, good test for Usman. And uh, I'm excited to see what Burns can bring to the table. Yeah, it's just a long time coming, isn't it? I think we're yeah. all looking forward to it, probably back in August, September, whenever it was, back in the summer, probably, actually. So, yeah, long time coming. Hopefully, Burnsy has overcome COVID. I think he had a few problems. Yeah. Um, getting over that, so hopefully he's full, fully fit for that one. And I think it's a big, big test for us, man. <laughs> it is definitely, definitely. We'll see if we can handle it. And then uh, another one. I think this was uh, this was already made. I believe Neil Magny up against Michael Chiesa, and obviously this is going to replace Wassy's chops. Leon Edwards against Hamzet Chimaev in the main event in that uh, on the Wednesday, isn't it? That one and that first that first week of fights we got. We got three in a row. This one's on a Wednesday. Good fight again, Neil Magny. Kind of a bit of a legend, really, in, in that division. No one wants to fight him. And he's, you know, he kind of... It's one of those ones, again, we mentioned him, but he's he kind of got no rewards. But he's, he's still in there, and he's still desperate to do it. Up against Chiesa, who's looked very good uh, up at that new weight. He's looked, he's, looked, he's looked big for this for this weight, to be honest. So, interesting to see where this one goes. Obviously, Magny, a bit of wrestling and takedowns and that. And then, obviously, Chiesa, that, that, that might suit him. So, uh, might be a nice stylistic matchup. Yeah, I think so. Obviously, it's a bit of a come down name wise from what was on it offer is. initially. Chimaev and Edwards, the long awaited fight, but it's on paper, this is probably more evenly matched. Like you say, Case has just been on a bit of a run. I think he's unbeaten at welterweight. Magni, 3 0 last year. We said it last week. So, whoever wins this is bang in the Titan feature, really. Top five. Big time. Yeah, big time. So. That's it. That is our news for this week, Matthew. Let's get right stuck into the predictions. All right, Matthew, let's get right into it. We're going to start with the women's side of the USC. There's only, there's only three and a bit divisions on there, so we'll, we'll, we'll start with them. We'll start with the strawweight. So we do currently have a strawweight champion. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> and he's Wadey Zhang. Big fans of Wadey Zhang. Uh, I, you know, I, I am. I know you are as well. And she looked, she looked cracking in in her last couple of fights. Obviously, had that fantastic fight with Joanna, as well. So, do we think Wally Zhang is going to be the champ at the end of twenty twenty one, Matthew? I, I'll just tell you now. I don't. I don't think she will. I think. I think it's very possible. But I've got another name in mind. Well, you and me both, son. Because I, I think Wally Zhang will be dethroned as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know how we're going to do this. Are we going to build the anticipation here? Am I going to put you out of your misery? I think you should tell me uh, who you think will dethrone the said current champion. All right. It's an easy one for me. My favourite fighter in the UFC, Fug Rose. All day. Oh, I thought you. I, I thought yeah. I, I thought you were going <laughs> to go into a DC style rant, say it multiple Fug times, Rose. perhaps. Fug Rose. No, I, I I I I just love Rose. I think uh, if she's on it, if she if her mind's right, uh, I think she's I think she's the best in that division. To be honest, I think she is. Yeah, well, it, she certainly entered my thinking. Obviously, she's the number one ranked. Right, so you've she's gone somewhere else. 
I have gone somewhere else, but uh, just to jump on your Rose thing, I think she's well in the running, definitely. I think she'll definitely be in a title sh- fight this year. I, I, you, you sort of touched on it there. I just Is her head in it? Does she even want it? She does seem to be sort of one foot in, one foot out all the time. Uh, she did look good in her last fight, but did struggle in that last fight uh, round. Yeah. Uh, that went to the fourth and fifth. She could have been a bit of trouble. So... I don't know. I'm I'm on the fence a bit with Rose. I've gone for a bit more of a Larry one. I haven't gone with uh, JJ. No, can't spell it. Claim the belt. I've gone with someone who had a bit of a stellar year last year. I've gone with number nine ranked Amanda Hibas. Yes. I think when you stack up all of the straw weights against each other, they've got one thing in common, really, right at the top, and they're all strikers. And I think Hibas is probably a little bit more well versed. She can nullify someone like Mackenzie Dern on the ground. She can submit Paige Van Zandt like that. Yep. Can she do it standing up against these girls? Don't know. But if she can, uh, I think we can have a new champion on our hands here. I think she's fighting Nina Ansaroff next. I don't know if I've made that up or I dreamt it or what, but I think she is. She's ranked number five. So if she can win that one, that throws her right into contention, maybe into an eliminator and perhaps a, a title fight at the end of the year. So I'm going with Amanda Hebas. That's my 1-1-5 <laughs> yet. No, good shirt. Good shirt. That that was in my um sort of also ran. Not also rans. That's a bit rude, isn't it? But in my sort of my, my, my Larry Outsiders pick, I've got I've got Amanda Hebas and possibly Wayley Zhang as well because I do really like Zhang and she, she looks quality. So, yeah, it's one of those ones where Rose may not be all there. Personally, I think some of that might be a bit of Dana playing his, his old tricks. Some of that's, that talk you hear, but... Yeah, there you go. Women's strawweight. We both think Wiley Zhang's going to lose. Hopefully she's not listening. Well, <laughs> we, we have been wrong before, yes. Wiley, so don't worry. Yeah. All right then. Flyweights. Current champ, Valentina Shevchenko. I mean, it's a tough one for me. I did try and pick out, you know, some more Larry ones for each division. I can't really look past Shevchenko in this one to, to retain a belt. The only one I think may possibly be, be able to do it is Macy Barber, who has, has looked very good. Uh, I believe she has just had a fight announced as well. Not sure, but yeah, I think Shevchenko most likely to retain. I guess it's whether how long she wants to go on for. Maybe she looks for the Amanda Nunes fight at, at some point. But personally, I, I really struggle to see anyone beating Shevchenko at, at that weight class. Yeah, totally agree. Can't look past her unless you're coming out with some Larry one or outside odds or something. Andrade maybe yeah. coming up. I think he's fighting her, but that's probably the only. I think Shevchenko's looked a little bit laboured, but mainly because it's not been exciting names for her to sort of yeah. really particularly get up for. With someone like Andrade, a former champion in a weight class below, a contender above at 135, she'll be well up for it, and I think she'll retain. The only. Reasons she might not be champions if she fancies moving up again back to 135 and give that another crack and perhaps vacate. But I can't see her. I think she's going to want to set some records of fly away. So I fully expect her to hold the gold in December. Yeah, absolutely. So we move up to bantamweight then. We've got Amanda Nunes currently currently topping the charts there. The greatest female fighter of all time. For me, this isn't so much about whether uh, Nunes is going to lose the belt. It's just about what she's actually going to do with her career. How many more fights is she going to have? Is she going to start looking for other things? I think if she, if she, if she sticks to it, I don't see her getting beaten, to be honest. So my prediction is 
for Nunes to either still be the champ or for it to be vacant. I've got an inkling she might have one more defence at this weight after her featherweight defence, which is coming up in the new year against Megan Anderson, and then maybe call it a day. So that's, you know, at the moment, Nunes, or I think it'll be vacant, because I think she'll see out the year, and then we'll be looking for like a title fight or a little uh, sort of uh, number one contenders fight in there in the new year, 2022, imagine. Cool. <laughs> I mean, yeah, can't look past Amanda Nunes. Again, it's another a case of, it, will she still be knocking about? You look down the rankings, it's just all girls she's beaten or names that won't excite her uh, no, no big names it's a shame for the division because it was the marquee division what with Ronda Rousey sort of gate crashing the UFC and being the, the top star with this division and now it's sort of like oof, wh- where are you going to go with it yeah but if things stay as they are she, she will, still wants to keep fighting Amanda Nunes all day long definitely and I think featherweight as well obviously like we mentioned earlier there's not much going on that featherweight if you look at the rankings on the UFC's official page under women's featherweight, it's just Amanda Nunes. That's it. So, it's, it's, yeah, don't even say her name really. It's just like a picture. Yeah. <laughs> all the all the girls she's fighting. So, yeah. so uh, yeah, Nunes, Nunes in that one as well. I'm afraid. I, I yeah, I think they'll just dissolve that division. It's, surely it's tough, isn't it? It's tough. But yeah, you never know. You might you might see a couple come through. But yeah, you have to wait and see with that one. So, anything else? That's that's the women. Joe, so anything else you're looking forward to seeing in the the ladies' side of the UFC roster? Obviously, there's a lot of Brits still um, with intentions of titles and stuff. You've got Joe and Calderwood, obviously had that one this year. Fell out, then uh, took a fight and then lost that one, unfortunately. So hopefully she'll be back. And obviously you've got like newcomers, Corey McKenna winning her debut as well. Hopefully some big things for her. And obviously meatball Molly McCann. Uh, a little bit of an up and down year, but hopefully we see her in some exciting fights in 2021. Uh, looking forward to that, Joe? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. It, it always makes it more exciting, doesn't it? Getting British fighters in there. And you've got a lot of potential. Meatball, Molly McCann, you know, a couple of defeats, but I think uh, she's got a good head on her shoulders. She's got a good camp behind her as well. So, you know, the world's her oyster and Corey McKenna as well at her age. You know, might be uh, a little bit leery to say that she'll pick up a, a title this year. But by all means, she could put herself right in the mix. So I'm looking forward to that. And Calderwood, like you mentioned, it, 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 a rough year, really, when you say that, that fight, when she didn't have to. I mean, you've got, you got to admire her, but, yeah, it didn't work out. So three potentials to go on for good things. Yeah, good shout-outs there. All right, then, so this takes us on to the lads. Lads, lads, lads. Where should we start? Should we start? Um, I mean, it don't seem like we've spoke about the flyweights enough. Last few weeks, so <laughs> yeah. we'll start there. Yeah. Well, we might as well. Makes sense. And it kind of could be a short one here. Obviously, D-Fig, Deverson, Figueredo is currently the champ. You'd imagine he's going to get a fight, another fight in against Brandon Moreno at some point. But I do expect D-Fig to remain unbeaten for, for a little while. I do think Figueredo will still be the champ. You know, is he going to move up? I'm not sure. But I think either way, even if he does move up, I don't think he would lose at at flyweight. So I think Figueredo will still be the champ. However, my little Larry one in there, contrary to that, if Figueredo does vacate, I reckon Joey Benavidez is going to sneak in there and get his title at last. Well, that that is Larry, isn't it? Yes. That is very Larry. I, I, think, I think you could be right. I think that's the big question for D-Fig. I think he will eventually move up. I mean, 
He's a big he, boy. He struggles every time, it seems. Yeah, he's a big boy. I think he's just going to think, sack that off. I'll keep these £10 and stay at 135 or something like that. Joe, <laughs> Benavidez is number two, I think, in the rankings. He is, yeah. Just yeah. check. Number two, uh, he's got a big fight against uh, Askar Askarov next. Winner of that will be in for a title shot. So Benavidez will be in for what must be his fifth title shot, I think. <laughs> so, he, he had a couple last year. He had a couple last year. Didn't win either of them. I love Joey Benavidez, but you can't. it can't happen, can it? Surely, Joe. Well, I think I think he's got a decent chance. I, I mean, it's Moreno. I think will be a tough ask. I mean, Askarov will be a tough ask. Perez will be a tough ask. Brandon Royval with a bit of uh, experience will be a tough ask. But I, I, I think well, he's got a better chance of beating those than he has of beating Figueredo. Put it that way. Yeah. Well, I think he won't get the title shot if. Figueredo sticks around. They're not going to make that for a third time, no, are they? Yeah, so yeah. that's his only hope. Um, there is one more Larry one I've yeah. got on my little notepad here. Cody Garbrandt. So I think Ooh. that is the fight they would like to make probably at the back end of the year. Let, let Garbrandt go. Obviously, he's had COVID issues as well. Was going to was gonna fight for the title, I think. Um, so once they get this Moreno-Figueredo fight sorted, the rematch, if, if Figueredo comes through unscathed, could Garbrandt make another run, another title down at 125? I think it's a big, big possibility, and he looked cracking in uh, bantamweight. So that's a mouthwatering prospect, isn't it? Particularly on the feet there, Figueredo and Garbrandt. I wouldn't know which way to call that, but wouldn't put it past Cody to get another title under his belt. Interesting. Yeah, we'll have to see. There's a, there's a few here where there's. It depends where people go with their weights. They can go up or go down, and they they might make a title. Bantamweights next then. Current champ Peter Yan. Big mustard MMA favourite. So, a little bit boring on this one. I do... It's tough. It's tough. It, it, there's a lot of talent in that division there. And you have got your, your Cody Garbrandt who could go either way. There is a man who I had to factor into these decisions. Henry Cejudo. Henry Cejudo, the triple champ. I've got a feeling he will come back at some point. I'm not. I'm not sure what division, so... In the end, I've decided that it won't be at bantamweight. I think Big Peter Yan is going to retain it. I think he's going to remain unbeaten for this year. My Larry one, it's tough. I was looking at the, the, the styles there in that division and who might beat Peter Yan or who might have a bit of a standout year where they kind of progress on leaps and bounds. So my Larry one is Corey Sandhagen to pick up a win. Maybe some spinning wheel kick, wheel kick at range out of nowhere. But yeah, it's going to be a tough one to dethrone Peter Yan, I think. Yeah, it's, they all seem unbeatable, as good they? as each other. <laughs> yeah. These that whole top ten, when you look at it, it's like Wara and Munoz could beat Font, yeah. and that's from eight till five. You think Aljamain, well, Aljamain beat Corey Sanhagen as one and two, and then you've got Frankie Edgar right in the middle of all of them, and Jose yeah. Aldo. It's just like yeah. Jesus Christ, uh, you don't know which way to look at it. You've got the returning TJ Dillashaw. That could be a Larry one as well. They're going to want to shoehorn him in to a main event as soon as possible. Do you know what? I forgot like, about it. Like it or not. Yeah. yeah. So I think that could be a Larry one. I think Marab Dawashvili, I think, is a, a, yeah. a bit of a dark horse there. He don't seem to get the respect he uh, is owed. The Calvin Qatar of the Bantamweight division. He is say. the Calvin Qatar, the one three fights. <laughs> it's just, I don't think he's got a name worthy enough yeah, just yet yeah, on the lips of casuals to 
go front in all these massive names to get a title shot within 12 months. I think he's certainly a future champion, though. I've, I've, I've gone with my main pick, actually, Joe, uh, as opposed to a Larry one, of Corey Sanhagen as well. I think that Aljamain Sterling one, I think it might be a, a little bit of a, an anomaly. I think it's one of those, he got caught cold. I know that's more of an expression for a knockout, but he got caught cold with like a submission there. Never really got going. He sort of took it on the chin as well, really. It's like, yeah, fair play, you got me, Aljamain. I think if that fight probably goes again, uh, you can see a bit of a different outcome. You, sh- you saw that in the, the Marlon Marais fight. Obviously, Marlon Marais hasn't looked great since, but I think we'll see something similar in the Frankie Edgar fight, which is in a couple of months. I think yeah. Sanhagen will probably end up fighting Sterling again, and I think he probably might get a win back there, uh, eventually and holding the gold, probably beating Peter Yan in the process. And of course, we've got a couple of British lads in here. Jack Shaw's going to make his debut in the UFC. I would say... A little bit unlikely he's going to go straight to a title this year. But uh, I expect big things from him. And Nathaniel Wood, again, if he can get a few fights in, I reckon he can get right up there, top three sort of thing, if he can go on a little roll. But, yeah, again, maybe maybe not title shouts there, but excellent prospects, still the same in those two. Yeah, I think we're coming to a point with these two at 135, Jack Shaw and Nathaniel Wood. Obviously, Jack Shaw picked up the belt that was left by Wood in Cage Warriors at Bantamweight. That was the big fight to make, the big battle of Britain, England versus Wales. I think what with Wood's up and down record at the minute, he's still pushing top 15 in my opinion, but Shaw's current run of form. I think it's a great fight to make, particularly once we've got fans back in the arena, whether it be in London or if it eventually comes to Cardiff. I think that would be an excellent fight to make, not only rankings-wise, but for a bit of a battle of Britain going on there. I think it's an excellent fight to make because there's plenty, I wouldn't say needle, but there's plenty of been chat before of fans of both fighters previous so that's something i'd like to see uh, in 2021 actually and then we'll move swiftly on to the featherweights then so alex volkanovsky is the current champ and I, I feel like i've kind of gone a little bit larry straight off the bat i like volkanovsky for some reason i feel like ortega the rejuvenated ortega ortega 2.0 I, I like i like the look of him i do like the look of him so i've got my prediction is ortega I think, he might, I think he might beat Volkanovski with something tricky. I think when you look at his stand-up now, Ortega, he's going to give Volkanovski a good go there, at which point Volkanovski might be looking for more of a, a takedown, more of a grappling game. And I feel that, that that plays into Ortega's hands, and I think he would love to get a submission just to prove that that's still what he's all about. My Larry one is the man I just mentioned, Henry Cejudo. I think if he does come back, I think this will be the division uh, that he wants to come back to. I think it'll be history-making. Obviously, it will be. And I kind of, when you look at Henry Cejudo's last couple of fights, it kind of, it kind of made it difficult to ever doubt him, really, in the octagon with it, with his performances. So it, it wouldn't surprise me at all if he came back and, and beat whoever would be, that whoever is the featherweight champ at that time. Well, that is certainly Larry, and I, I wouldn't put it past him. Everything he said he's going to do, he he's done, hasn't he? Yeah, he does, you, yeah. It's not like he'd have to go through a murderer's row of contenders. He'll he'll fit straight, straight into a title shot, wouldn't he? So it's tough, though. It is tough. I mean, imagine him against someone like a Max Holloway. Like the size difference there. Yeah. But I would... I will never doubt him again, let's put it that way. I yeah, think he's just can't. a supreme athlete, one of the best combat athletes of all time. Uh, if he if he did come back and win featherweight, he, he would be the greatest. But certainly, 
as far as MMA is concerned, you, you can't deny him. Yeah, family. Uh, I, I haven't gone down that route. Uh, I was looking at my notes here. I actually spilled. I've been healthy this uh, <laughs> Obviously, for early January, you're healthy as you are. Of course. Uh, a lemon and ginger tea. I was balancing it precariously on my notepad. <laughs> and it seems to have uh, it <laughs> drenched my featherweight notes. <laughs> you got to go off, off cuff. I can't remember. Yeah, so uh, Henry Cejudo is my pick. <laughs> No, no, no. So, obviously, I, I think uh, as a little bit of an outsider, uh, I, I think Arnold Allen, talking about the Brits, I think we were yeah. speaking about him last week, needs to get a fight in. He's up there in the top 10 already. Got all the tools. I think he's certainly got a good chance. Not going to be easy. Uh, you've got looking at some other outsiders as well. Bryce Mitchell, I think, is going to have a big year. Marco Madsen, what happened to him? Remember him? The yeah. Danish wrestler? Yeah. So He's only had one, one fight ever they given him? One he, or two? Uh, he, I was looking at his record. I thought it was one myself. He smashed someone, but then he uh, he just completely outgrappled someone earlier this year. Right. Uh, early last year, sorry. So he's had he's 2-0. and oh, Disappeared off the face of the earth a little bit. As has Zabit Magomed Sharipov. Yeah, still so, in there at number three. Where is he? Where is this guy? <laughs> so he's, sure. he's still waiting for Yair Rodriguez. Zabit, Stood up. send location, please. Send location, son. Um, he's got to be up there as well. You've got Lerone Murphy, the Brit. But I'm going for similar vein to you, a former champion. But a former champion of this division, I think Max Holloway is going to get it back. I think he's going to grab the belt back. We've seen what, yes, we know Ortega looks a completely different animal now. But we saw what he'd done to him. I think he beat Volkanovski that second time round. I think he's going to put it on the dark horse of the division Calvin Qatar next <laughs> month yep this month rather this, a couple yeah, of this, weeks yeah, yeah. and I think he's going to make a huge statement and I think uh, Maxi Baby will probably get that belt back like it like it I like the Arnold Allen shout as well I did have him noted down as a special mention I think number ninth he's ranked now so two or three fights he could be right up there but as you say there's a few big names in there that, that have got big draws so I mean, by all means Arnold Allen if he beats Yair, Zabit, if he beats Zabit, Calvin Qatar, Korean Zombie, people like that, he'll be right up there as well. So that's a good one. Moving on to the lightweights. Now, lightweights was a, is, a, is, is a tricky one, I think. You've got Khabib is still the champ, officially, even though he's retired. So that makes it difficult to start off with. And also, we, we mentioned it briefly earlier, before we started, it's a very even division, much, much like the bantamweight uh, division you just mentioned. Once Khabib ha- has retired, there aren't too many standouts. If I mean, There's huge names, very talented fighters, but they're all very even. Gaethje, Poirier, Oliveira, McGregor, Ferguson, Hooker, RDA. All very, it's quite exciting in a lot of ways, but they're all quite even. So this was difficult, but I think Conor McGregor's going to get a couple of fights in this year. I do think he beats Dustin Poirier. And whether the title gets given to him, to him then or whether he then fights, I don't know, Gaethje for a title, which would be pretty exciting. I think McGregor probably is still the best of the bunch in there. Seems like he's got his, his head screwed on for the most part nowadays. So I do fancy Connor to, to be the champ at the end of, of 2021. No doubt he's then going to probably go looking for another belt or some other kind of um, excitement. But I reckon Connor, my Larry one is Khabib to come back. I'm not quite sure of the scenario that you would need to happen there, but it's possible. It's possible. And then a little shout out, Islam Makachev, if he can get a couple of fights in. I know he, has, he hasn't, hasn't been too too active recently, but he seems to be a bit of a real menace in there. So I think 
particularly when you look at the, those top five, those ones we mentioned, someone like Makachev might be able to take advantage of that. Yeah, it seems to be a bit of a crossroads, doesn't it, Joe? The older uh, lightweight division. It was it is. always heralded as like the marquee division, and rightly so. The, the top five was always just any one of these could be champion, anyone could be anyone out of this lot, depending on who they're fighting. But at the minute, it seems like well, we've seen Tony Ferguson lose a couple. We've just seen Gaethje, Poirier, and Connor all lose to the champion, who's probably going to leave. So it's hard to pick, like you say. So you're saying your Larry one would be where if Khabib vacated, Connor wins it. Khabib's like nah, and then comes back and fights in a major rematch at the back end of the year, something like that. Is that what you're leaning yeah, towards? Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if it'll be Connor. Like, it's I find it. I'm not sure who Khabib would want to come back and fight. But obviously, you've got a year to play with, so a lot can change in that time. Yeah, I think it's too much noise from Khabib, isn't there? That now nah, I'm not fighting him again. Yeah. I just don't want to fight him. Why yeah. do I want to give him that chance again? And if anyone's going to stick to their guns, it's going to be Khabib. He don't need the money. He don't need to beat Connor again. What's good to yeah, exactly. do him? Unless Connor goads him into it. But I, I think Khabib's going to stick to his guns here. So I, I've gone with Connor as well. I think just favourably the matchups sort of are in his favour. Yeah, definitely they are. I think. I, I think you look at Poirier. That's a difficult fight. Obviously, I think he probably wins that. And then you look after that. Gaethje, great fight again, but I, I would fancy Connor, I think, if his head's in it, of course. You've obviously got the, the fight, Charles Oliveira in there. If Connor does win the belt, is he going to be giving someone like Charles Oliveira a chance, or is yeah, he going to be looking for super so. fight after super fight? Do you know what I mean? I, I feel that like there's another lot of tomfoolery on the way at 155, <laughs> yeah. a lot of keeping belts warm but not defending sort of thing. So, I don't know. I've gone with Connor, um, but there does seem to be a distinct lack of new blood in there. Uh, no, no real youngsters. Obviously, you've got Michael Chandler making his debut, but he's he's mid thirties. Hopefully, we'll see more of what his teeth are made of versus Dan Hooker. Uh, Dan Hooker's another one. Hopefully, he can go on a bit of a run. But apart from that, it's all all some older lads there, really. I think uh, Isan Makachev though is a good shout. I think he can go on a run if he can get some consistency going. But uh, Connor is my main pick. Take us away with the welterweights, then. What you got for those? It's another <coughs> one. Uh, we're talking about. No real new blood. You look at the look at the bloody 170 pounders. There's a lot of similar stuff going on there. Obviously, you have got Usman, Covington, Burns is a bit of new blood we didn't see coming. So maybe we get something like that this year. Pasvidal, Thompson, Woodley, Meyer. They they make up the four through seven, and it's a lot of older lads in there. So we should like this division. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, us man versus Burns <laughs> in February is gonna going to be a bit in indicator of where this uh, title is going to be headed and I actually without giving too much away well yeah. I'm giving it all away what my picture is <laughs> going to be yeah, I think Burns is going to beat us man and I think from there it'll be a bit of a hot potato throughout uh, 2021 I think we'll see a lot of fights made obviously you've got a few grudge matches in there Chimiev sticking his uh, name in the hat as well I think you could have four or five that's the champion by, by the end of the year I think it's just a tricky matchup for Usman Burns but I've actually gone with Leon Edwards, remarkably, to finally get over the line. I think it's all going to fall in his favour eventually. About time, I think it'll. I think he'll beat Chimaev. I think Usman will lose to Burns. I think you've obviously got the Masvidal and Covington fight, whatever one way that plays out. I think they'll get the shot next, and I think Edwards will get the shot after that, which will take us to the end of the year, and we've got another British champion. Like it, my prediction as well, Leon Edwards. 
Believe it or not, I reckon Leon Edwards for similar reasons. I reckon it's all going to come together. I reckon he's got the game for it. Larry won his Hamzat. I think Edwards beats Hamzat. I put Hamzat yep. in there as a Larry one just in case actually Hamzat is like the, <laughs> the big Mac Daddy. And if he if Hamzat beats Leon Edwards, he's getting a title shot and it, and he could very well beat, beat the champ at the time as well. And I just think with Usman, he seems very injured a lot. I know he's on the Rogan podcast and he finds it like he has to walk on grass or like run on grass because his knees, they can't handle the concrete or whatever. So I'm not sure. I think I think Usman is a fantastic fighter. I think on his day, he could beat anyone quite easily. He could dominate that division quite easily, but he's getting on a little bit now. He's quite inactive and he does seem to get injured quite a lot and quite seriously as well. I mean, you never know. He might have been sorting all that out in this time, but no, I reckon Leon Edwards, I reckon this is his year. Couple of... Well, a bit, a bit of a shout-out here for a new Welshman, Mason Jones, making his debut, I think, on Fire Island. Um, he's former Cage Warriors lightweight and welterweight champion, so I think he'll be fighting at lightweight. Um, but to be a champion in those two divisions with such a disparity between the weight class, obviously, yeah, Connor do 45 and 55 at Cage Warriors, but this is 55 and 70. Yeah, so yeah. one to watch, I think, on the previous two divisions we just mentioned. I'm not saying he's going to get a title, but it's just one to keep your eye on, and we certainly will be as Brits. Absolutely. Then we'll move on to the middleweights. So you've got Israel is the current champ. Obviously, he's going up and fighting for the light heavyweight belt now. So that kind of throws a little spanner in the works, but I do think at the moment Adesanya is a little bit of a step above those in there. I think Whitaker could give him a good go again. He seems revitalised, and he's he's got the game himself. But I do I do think... Adesanya is going to be the champ again at the end of 2021. Whether that be because he's still fighting at light heavyweight and they've let him keep the belt, or maybe he has a go against Yan and then comes back and defends it. I think I think he'll probably get the job done. It is difficult in there. A lot of people, a lot of the top top eight or nine or ten have lost sort of recently their last fight. So it's a difficult one. It's one of those ones where their next next fights are going to say a lot a lot about it. I know that sounds obvious in the men ways, but Marvin Vittori is my Larry, Larry shout. He's on a roll. He's very angry. That seems to be powering him through. And I think he's one of those blokes he could come out and he could just, he could bully you a little bit, couldn't he, it, it, if, if things go his way. So he's my Larry one. And obviously, we've got some good ones in here. We've got and Ranked number 10 is, is Kevin Holland. And he, he won a very dubious decision victory over our man Darren Stewart, the dentist. So it, Darren Stewart has clearly, clearly got the game to to be top 10 a few fights ago in getting getting so close to Kevin Holland. So Darren Stewart is one to look forward to. And one I am excited for, another Brit, Tom Breeze. Not necessarily in the title hunt, I don't think, but he looked so impressive in his last his last fight and his return. So there's there's two Brits in that division to, to look out for who I think are going to have fantastic years again. Absolutely. Uh, Breesy, is he fighting Akhmadov? So who's number 13 at the minute? I, I think so. he said he was fighting him. Yeah, so he could find himself in a position to be getting right amongst it, really. Right uh, there, quicker yeah. than uh, we would have expected. You could have, Obviously, we've got Till in there a, as well. Um, yeah, I mean, you could have a Darren Till versus Tom Breeze slash Darren Stewart main event. You've got Nathaniel Wood, Jack Shaw fighting each other on that card at the end of the year. That could be uh, pretty exciting. Yeah, very exciting. I th- like you say, with Darren Stewart, I think he got a little bit of a raw deal in that Kevin Holland fight. Imagine him just sitting there now. Kevin Holland grabbing all these awards for of the year, cracks the top 10, and one judge looks at that a bit differently. It could yeah. be the shoots on the other foot completely. So hopefully Stewart's uh, 
that's going to motivate him. I'm sure it will, and he'll have a crack in 2021. With regards to the top 10 as it stands, I think I think you're right. If he stays around, I, th- I think he's a champion at the end of the day. I think Whitaker will go again. Again, a bit similar to Rose. Does he really? I think he just wants to fight rather than be the poster boy of, do you know what I mean? Um, obviously, I don't know for sure, but that's <laughs> the impression you get. You look what Izzy done to both him and Costa. Like, What else is there for him to do? Yeah. Um, Till, do we see him getting a title shot? I think he's one of those where one win puts him right there purely because of his personality and popularity and where he's from. He's uh, he's always going to be there or thereabouts. And there's obviously that, that dream matchup of him and Adesanya that I think everyone wants to see. So I think he's never far away from a title shot, regardless of who he's going to be fighting next, whether it's Amanson, Vittori, Cannoneer, whoever. So I think he's definitely got a shot. Does Izzy stay is the question. Joseph? Well, that, that probably takes us on to the light heavyweight division quite nicely because Israel is fighting for the light heavyweight title uh, soon, this this year, a couple of months, isn't it, I think. So, a lot rides. Jan Blakovic, obviously, is the current light uh, light heavyweight champ. And I, So, my picks here are kind of based on Jan beating Adesanya. I know it's a, it's a little bit con- contrarian and perhaps I'm doing that just to appear cool. I don't know, but... I do fancy Jan to beat Israel. And then I fancy him to maybe retire. He might have one more and then maybe retire. I don't think Jan's going to lose. So I think he's going to beat Israel. Israel's going to go back down to middleweight and be the champ there. Jan's going to have maybe one more. Might be give Glover a go. Win that. Vacate. And then I reckon Dominic Reyes is probably your best shout out of the rest there. So Reyes is my big pick. Someone else has a leery one who I am impressed with. A little bit further down in the rankings. Currently at number 11. Magomed Ankalaev, I think he's a serious, serious man. So I reckon he's got a good shout as well. Cool. You, you've upped the lariness at 205, Jeff. <laughs> gone big. Haven't you, son? Gone big at you've 205. Gone big and you haven't gone home. So <laughs> I, I think that is very leery. From, from the get-go there, with uh, Jan beating Adesanya is a, is a big statement to make. I think it's... I, I wouldn't disagree with you. I think it's 50-50. I think Blakovic has been written off a little bit too easily. Definitely. Huge ass, 20 pounds. I... I I don't know. I think I still think it's hard to look past Adesanya in a minute in that fight. And I've based my pick off the complete opposite to you. Yeah, we've got the other way. Adesanya goes in the other direction and he's champion. So what I think happens is if Adesanya beats Jan, they wrap him up in cotton wool to the end of the year and then they make or goad Big Jonesy back down <laughs> yeah. for a super fight. Yeah, I mean, that... that... I, That'd be great, wouldn't it? So my official pick is John Jones again. <laughs> to, be, to come down and beat him. Yeah. Oh, I think brilliant. if anyone's going to do it, the ultimate troll, yeah. the ultimate get to move is Johnny Bones Jones, 205 champion. So I think it can happen. I, I I don't know. Can he be bothered to do it? But I think for sheer hell of it, he's going to think, right, the minute he sees Adesanya with that belt around his way, should he win? He's going to be like, no. Yeah. Not for is. me. Not for me, son. <laughs> I'm having some of this. And then that's the big fight at the end of the year. Big shout-outs, though. I think Yuri Prohashka, he's probably a little bit too reckless to go on a bit of a title run. He's uh, the Czech. He's really exciting and pretty devastating. We saw that in the Ozdemir fight. Obviously, Paul Craig down there. Can he get a run going? Big Paul Craig. I think he's looked good. He's tightened up the stand-up. Um, you look through the whole... You look through all of these names. All of them could beat each other, you see. Yeah. But... I think there's one other Larry one who's 
who's probably got the best chance of the bunch, really, and that's Alexander Rakic. I think he's just going to look look to get that title this year. He looked absolutely devastating in that Anthony Smith fight. I haven't seen him since, but I think I think he's got a big chance. Yeah, that's a good shout. That's a good shout as well, Rakic. Right, then, that takes us on to the last, the final division, the big boys, the heavyweights. One of my favourite men, the current champ, Stipe Miocic, the fireman. Still going. Straight off the bat, I reckon, I reckon Stipe will be champ again. I, I think... I think he beats John Jones. It's outlandish, I know. I think he beats John Jones if that happens. I think he beats Francis as well, again. So, yeah, I mean, Stipe, I believe, John Jones is a little bit of, bit of an X factor in there. Obviously, we're kind of going in blind because we've got no idea what he's going to look like at heavyweight. But I'm going with a big man, Stipe, up top. And then I've got a little Larry shout as well, purely for maybe Styles and maybe Stipe steps aside. Curtis Blades, I think, has got the potential to just dominate people if he if he wants to so i think uh steep a number one and then possibly blazy getting in there as well uh yeah not surprised you've gone with steep a there joseph uh, you always try and get your get your mention in there and this was on a plate for you the it champion, was, the yeah, champion. Uh, yeah blazy's always going to be up there isn't he as an outsider he's got all the tools just got to get past francis isn't it so yeah that's, if you can get past francis he, he's the champion basically but uh hasn't Works just yet. Uh, Cyril Gain, another one to look out for. You got to fa- you got to say, probably yeah. cracked the top ten now. Not sure if that's official. Yeah, but num- number seven. I think so. He is number seven. Correct. Gainsy boy, and obviously from a hometown point of view, Tom Aspinall looked to see him crack that top fifteen, top ten this year. I reckon. I reckon will be right up there. To be I mean, you're looking at. I'm looking at this here. Look, you got like Sergei Pavlovich, fourteen. Walt Harris at twelve. Junior to stand up still at eleven. There's a lot of a lot of lads in there who are probably quite beatable, you would say, or on the tail end of their career, or not quite as good as the top three or four. Yeah, um, that's fair. Not easy, but winnable fights for uh, growing in confidence. Tom Aspinall. So hopefully we see him back in the year, crack that top ten. Um, I've gone with young Joseph. Go on. You're gonna think I'm like a massive fanboy of him now, but like I'm not. Don't really like him that much. But John Jones, I think, is <laughs> gonna be a double champion come 2021. Champ, champ. So I think as it play out, then yeah. So I don't know. This is what I'm thinking. I think right. I think they're gonna sit tight with Jones, let him get a bit bigger, do all that sort of good stuff. <laughs> Steve Bay versus Ungano is the fight to make. You can't deny Ungano anymore. It's pointless putting him against anyone. He'll just knock him out. Yeah. Stipe needs to fight. He needs to defend the belt. That happens. Whoever wins that, champion, obviously. Jones fights that winner. So that takes us to what? The summer? Yeah. And I think the UFC, and my prediction course, is hoping for John Jones wins that fight. Heading into the autumn or the winter, you've got John Jones as heavyweight champion. Going back to the light heavyweight champion, Israel Adesanya, same sort of time frame. And then you have a huge champ versus champ, massive rivalry fight. Israel Adesanya as John Jones drops down to light heavyweight as heavyweight champion, but drops back down to light heavyweight to challenge uh, Israel Adesanya for the light heavyweight belt. That's what I think is going to happen. Probably a bit too storybooky. I mean, yeah, I do like it. It is very, like, hype boy-esque, isn't it? Like, it is the, it's the proper hype job that all your outlets w- would love because they just get all over it wouldn't you but I mean does sound quite delicious at the same time Les Stipe just chins them all I'll, well, so, I reckon he will 
Well, Martin Tybura continues his rich vein of form uh, and nabs the belt. <laughs> All right, so that wraps it up quite nicely then. I think, like you say, some of, some of them pretty pretty simple, some of them not so much. So that's the divisions covered. That's the future champs. In terms of, in terms of the UFC itself, I mean, sport itself, you mentioned it last week. We're desperate to get back in to see a UFC event. We've kind of reevaluated. Obviously, we were in New York, November 2019, for the BMF belt there, and we kind of made a pact that we'll get out and we'll get go and see more of these. And I think the the year that we went through has only solidified that even more. We want to go and start making it a thing to getting out to these events, whether that be in Europe or elsewhere. Do you think it's going to happen? Just to wrap it up, got to win it. I mean, it went from March to now, and we thought we kept thinking something's going to change and. It's a tough well, one. I think we're going to get fans in America. We've seen some fans out there in uh, some of the stadiums that we for boxing. That's true. So I think we're going to see some out there. We need to sneak over Maybe the Mexican border. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it, mate. <laughs> so I think, I think we're going to see fans full capacity. Probably not. Uh, I certainly don't see any fans indoors at in the UK in a minute. So I think we will. And even if it's just a portion, I, I, you see a bit of atmosphere in there. Um, I, it's been great, the fights this year, last year, behind closed doors. They've delivered. We've got used to it almost, but it'd be really good to see them back again, particularly some of these big fights we mentioned. Say you do have John Jones versus Israel Adesanya. You don't want that behind closed doors, really, do you? You want that with a packed crowd because that's a divisive crowd. You're going to have John Jones fans. You're going to have Israel Adesanya fans. Not to mention some of the others we've mentioned as well, like Connor return, Connor Khabib, could that happen? Don't want that behind closed doors. Yeah. Like the Battle of Britain fights, we were saying, get them in a packed O2, or even Cardiff if we can eventually bring the UFC to Wales. You need fans back. That's that's the one wish list uh, item for me, Joe. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because obviously, like you say, the UFC have done fantastic to do what they have done so far. So we're just missing that little cherry on top, which is the ability to go back. And watch it live. But that concludes, Matthew, our predictions for 2021. I did enjoy it. I hope you have as well. Thank you, everyone else, for listening. Hopefully there were some uh, rather leery ones in there. Nothing too obvious. Some, some, something, something to chew on, make you, make you think. Do let us know if you've if you got any uh, leery shouts yourself as well. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram, Mustard MMA, The Mustard MMA. Check us out on there. We've got a website very shortly up and running. Next, within the next few days, that's going to be cracking. And also a little quick shout out to UFC.Wales on Instagram. Check them out. They're cracking a little uh, account for all your Welsh fighting news uh, and some good sort of footage and stuff on there as well. But other than that, Matthew, it's been a joy. First one of the new year. Pleasure as always. How are you feeling for the new year? I'm, I'm looking to see us progress a little bit, try and get some interviews on, a bit more di- uh, diverse content out there. Tr- try and get to some events as well. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited for Mustard and everyone else out there. Happy New Year. Absolutely. Happy New Year. We'll catch you next week.